0: Welcome, 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 every and anybody to a Vaguely Familiar podcast. My name is Nazar Sayed. With me, as always, is my brother and partner in crime, Bashar. (laughs) I love the way you said that. Uh, Today, we had a vaguely familiar guest in Tom Butwin. Great guy. Uh, He's a singer-songwriter. He does Mayor Mondays on YouTube. He has a great channel. You guys should check it out. It's linked in the description below. Uh, What did we talk to him about, Bashar? Talk to him about how he's trying to figure out the YouTube algorithm. Yeah. Uh, are we all <laughs> Our mutual admiration for John Muir and his music. Um, about his career um, as a singer-songwriter. Yeah. We also talked about Taylor Swift and John Muir and how that dynamic works. And the whole General Hall Swifties thing as well. It was just a great overall conversation. Wonderful guy. Lovely guy. Uh, his Mayer Mondays are amazing. Uh, as I know, he put them on hold for now. Uh, we hope to see it come back and his channel is amazing. He's just a great overall dude. Uh, I hope you guys stay for uh, the entire thing because again, this is a long one and uh, we thank Tom Butwin to be on the podcast, he recorded his stuff locally. So his voice is pristine and we always love that. A good audio check on this channel is also always appreciated. So thank you guys for that. And uh, I hope you guys stick around for the whole thing and leave a comment, like subscribe, all that thing, you know what to do and uh, we'll see you guys on the other side. Cheers. Cheers okay great welcome tom butwin on the a um vaguely familiar podcast uh we've been uh following your channel closely for a few weeks now and as you can tell we are huge John Mayer fans as well. (laughs) And uh, it was only after discovering your channel through the Mayer Heads on Reddit that I went deeper into your channel and we became fans of your content and we immediately reached out. Uh, Thank you for coming on the podcast. It means a lot.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. It means a lot to be on your show. I really appreciate it. Thank you for finding Uh, me too. I love the the magic of the internet.
0: No, I think a lot of people have found you ever since, especially on on the John Mayer subreddit, that you're like a topic that people keep bringing up because your insights are so insightful uh not to be redundant but uh (laughs) you have sort of a grasp on uh the knowledge of music and the knowledge of john Mayer music especially which is intricate in itself but you have a really interesting way and very easy way of explaining what it is and uh how did you come about that like how did you find that solid niche really really well i wouldn't say early on because you've been on youtube for a while but you sort of hit us hit a spot with that specific uh type of videos
1: yeah it was it was kind of by accident and like when i you know it's like you said i've been on youtube for a while i forget like maybe like 2008 i dropped it that's a whole nother story but i i I put a cover (laughs) video up we will get into the origin story of tom butler i think you should
0: know that (laughs) we go deep
1: (laughs) yeah awesome i'm loving it. Um but you know and and the majority of what i was doing on youtube was was music that i was performing um in some way shape or form but I, i'd always wanted to kind of you know i had amassed a little bit of a following and i'm like you know i'm not really i'm not i don't feel like i'm fulfilling the, the full potential here um of what i have as far as the youtube channel and i'm fans of so many youtube channels that do the vlog type you know content yeah. and, and as soon as i heard that john mayer was coming out with uh Sob rock I was like, well, no, you know, I kind of started to search around a little bit. Nobody was really, I mean, there was obviously things out there, but nobody was really deep diving or doing any kind of predictive sort of, you know, yeah. videos. So I just, um, I forget what the first one was that I did might've been something about a controversy where there's only going to be like four songs or, yeah, the, uh, the, or for, for, you know, actually,
0: four, um, before even knowing of you i knew of you through that video uh-huh. um because yeah. i myself as a mirrorhead, was looking for videos on the internet where people were talking about the, the john Mirror leaks the fact that he's releasing songs on tiktok and what that what the new track this is going to be like and um i watched that video of yours and then i watched your sob rock reaction and i was like wow this is great this man is a fellow mirrorhead." um <laughs> and so with that being said it's great to have you in the pod man yeah. um you do mirror mondays today's a wednesday we're gonna call this a Walt Grace Wednesday. Love it. Oh, <laughs> so, I like nice. that. I like that. Nice. Nice Let's do it. We didn't rehearse that at all. That was no, just like
1: I love that. <laughs> yeah. So th- I mean, those videos. I I just um, you know, I put the studios is really mainly tw- focused towards music production, not so much mm-hmm. um, you know, like streaming or, or I mean, it is a little bit, but it was more for performing rather than just talking. But I put those two videos, in, and one was just like details that had been re- released, and the next one I think was about. The fact that four of the songs um you know would would be things that we would already heard in some way shape or form and then they kind of just they did really well and i was like oh okay so i just sort of like this ball rolling down a hill where all of a sudden you know i'm i'm doing all this john mayer content as opposed to my own stuff or my own covers or or whatever so yeah
0: you kind of caught a spark there because then i i regularly until sabra came out and even after that kept checking up and I was like, right, so what does Tom think about this? What does Tom think about that? Thank you. The last, the last train home, uh, ballad version, you did a talk about that as well. And I was like, very, very insightful insights. Again, not to be sounding redundant, but we had the bell icon turn on. Yeah. (laughs) 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 And then we just became fans of the way you talk on the internet. And that's, I feel like the strength of a lot of, uh, YouTubers that we follow and that we come back and listen to is that they know how to talk and they can explain, they can explain complicated things to you in a way that doesn't sound very complicated and I think I think you do a really good job about thank that.
1: thank you and that's that's I really appreciate you saying that because that's that's really what I, I try to do and you know I have a whole list of videos that I, I want to make and I'm going to make some some you know John Mayer adjacent you know some not related to him but all related to music in some way and, and I think that that is kind of my goal is like just take things that seem inaccessible or things that maybe you know your casual music fan won't notice but if you explain yeah. it to them in a way that is digestible they'll be like oh that's really cool i didn't know that was going on or i didn't know that's how they did this or so thank you that's that's i'm, I'm glad that's coming across because that's that's kind of my goal
0: no i'm glad to hear that because i the last thing that i'd want to see you be would be pigeonholed as the john Mayer guy and that's very easy to do because uh, because obviously the videos are do well and people like hearing about it, but then I also want to hear about what you think about all too well and easy on me and the Adele album, and then I saw the BTS Coldplay thing and I was like, yes, I want to know what else uh, he has to think about because I feel like Tom Butwin is turning into a brand as itself, and yeah, you know, yeah. it's it the more diversity there is, the more the more. People you'll attract, right?
1: I think so. Yeah. And I mean, as you know, the YouTube, all algorithms are weird things. And and it it just, it's, it can be hard because the the mayor thing was going so well, you know, YouTube algorithm wise. And then it sort of, you know, starts to tail off and you try something else and it gets buried and you get discouraged. But then the algorithm picks it up. And it's this whole like very tumultuous thing of trying to figure out what you're going to do. But I, I appreciate you saying. The brand thing, because I mean, ultimately, that's I love John Mayer. I mean, like as as I started to dive into to um to this type of thing, I I guess I I really sat down. I was like, you know, he is the only artist I listen to where I don't have um songs that I skip. I really don't like. Yeah, and even is I've been fortunate to see him many times in concert, and there's n- I'm never disappointed when he starts a song. Yeah. Other acts, it's not like that. There are times where I'm like, oh okay, not this again, or I don't need to hear this. Like you know but every time i've seen him it's been it's been that and and so it's cool but you're right i don't i there's more to what i'd like to bring to to my channel than just the john mayer guy you know? yeah <laughs> so when, you're right i want to
0: rewind and i want to ask you about uh, like when did your john mayer fandom begin and how did it begin and you've seen him in concert many times walk it through how many times what was your best experience out of all of them
1: yeah so it started um I want to say I think I talked about this in in, in maybe the video about my first John Mayer show, but um, I was I was lucky to have a friend in high school who was very much in the um, tape trader kind of scene, mm-hmm. um, bootleg recordings of, of a lot of those early 2000s singer songwriters um, like Matt Nathanson and Jason Mraz and Gavin DeGraw and and John Mayer of course um, and and a ton of other names that just that, that never really catapulted anywhere but they were fun to listen to at the time so i remember the first time i really really heard john mayer um was uh some bootlegs uh and i free i mean i i don't know if they were recorded at eddie's attic i'm not sure i don't think it was like that formative but it was around that time period where he was doing like comfortable and victoria yeah. and um, you know some of the songs that were on Room for Squares, um, but I remember getting a CD, and and this guy I was like, "Hey, check this check this guy out. I think you would really like him. Like he's a great guitar player." You know, everybody at the time we we all loved Dave Matthews Band, so it was kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, what's the next sort of like thing we can latch onto that's similar to that um, Dave Matthews Band type thing. So that's how it started, and then um, Room for Squares came out, and obviously, you know, it was just explosive, and everybody loved yeah. it, and shortly thereafter i saw him uh in concert for the first time so, and, and you you asked my favorite experience the best experience
0: um did you see him on this uh, last tour in 2019
1: i did yeah i did uh, i think
0: I mean, that uh, like as i think that was like an amalgamation of some of his best gr- a greatest hits tour a greatest hits yeah. tour without calling it a greatest hits tour yeah. he opened for himself yeah it was, was, quite, it was perfect, quite weird yeah. Right, yeah. but like again, you get like three, three and a half hours of John Mayer, and you still feel like, wait, I could have gone another hour with that. Yeah, and, and right?
1: that the the version of the band that he has right now, um, I just I absolutely adore. I think it's it's yeah. it, they present the songs in the in the best way that I've seen them presented. Yeah. Um, you know, so I I think I would have to say when I saw him in 2019, it's probably my my favorite. His guitar tone mm. is, is just really coming to where it, it. I mean, it's always been good, but it's now it's just great. And uh, it, yeah, I mean, I, I had eighth row tickets once, and that was really cool. Wow. <laughs> that
0: is insane because uh, then you um, see because then you see everything happening as it's happening. We were yeah. we were like fortieth. We were like in the middle of the floor, and we were still awestruck. We were like, "What is what is happening? Like, I can't yeah. believe that this is actually happening in front yeah, of
1: me." Yeah, yeah, it was that was uh, when I was that close. it was the heavier things tour. Um, oh wow! Yeah, so uh, that was cool. Um, but I have to agree. I think the 2019, and I guess so. I can only imagine the 2022 tour. I mean, like where that's going to go. I'm so excited to see, w- w- you know, what uh, what the format is and what the really what the band is, and and you know we've yeah. got some idea of who, who it's, who's who's going to be there. But um so, do yeah. you think he's going to go with
0: another opener, or is just going to open for himself again?
1: I don't. You know, I don't. That's a good question. I mean because he did prior to the 2019 thing where it was just like an evening with John Mayer just him the whole night he did kind of opening for himself again where he had acoustic trio and then the full band Um, so I feel like I feel like you could see an opener come back this time because I feel like he
0: go ahead sorry go ahead go ahead Go ahead.
1: no I I just I feel I just that's the kind of the vibe I'm getting I feel more like collaborative thing over the last couple of years and and just i just I, I wouldn't be surprised actually i wouldn't really be surprised either way but i do i feel like an opener might be coming back but selfishly i would rather just have him play the whole night so
0: <laughs> i'd want to know what songs from Saw would make the would make the cut to the set list um mm. do you have any like suggestions favorites. or ones that you would want to listen that he, he would play
1: yeah let me and, and i think were you about to ask who who um I might think might open.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask who you think would be a best fit for a John Mayer opener, and then you can um, answer that
1: as well. I mean, I feel like a f- a female artist would be cool, but I'm 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 not really like an Alicia Cara type. But yeah, she's already she, had many her yeah, own shows. They've they've done you know I've see, they've done the yeah. it was like the Bud Light concert thing that I, I saw the little dive bar yeah. concert. Yeah, thing yeah, right. That that was, that was a good yeah. one. Yeah, I think cool. I'd want to see.
0: So our local boy here, we're from Pickering, Ontario, and we went to high school with Sean Mendez. And ah. a show with Mendez and Mayor, like just like like Mayor headlining and then Mendez opening, I got would chills. be very cool. I did.
1: Right? I we got to talk about Wonder too. That album's incredible.
0: Oh, oh, I love that album. Yes, so I good. A, I
1: got it's on my list of videos to make. But I would uh, love I, to see that. That would be um, that. You know, that, I think that would
0: probably be like the best doubleheader that I would pay good money. That'd you know, in really 2017, cool. uh, uh, John did bring Sean out, and they did uh, a song in Toronto here. Um and you were not at that show. Mercy, we were not at that show, and we, we missed ourselves out. We <laughs> missed out. But our friend yeah, was, I, and he said it was a great experience.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I could see. I, I think this one's going to be very sob Rock. Um, it's going to carry on that whole brand and that whole world, yeah. the sob Rock universe. Uh, so I, I mean, I. I would say Sean Mendez is such a force. Like that would have to be its own thing. Like Mendez yeah. Mayor, but I think that's that's a huge. Th- they should do that for this tour. I mean, um, another Canadian, JP Sachs. I think. Oh, I think, love JP Sax. Big I JP think fans here. He would be really cool. I would be. I haven't seen him live, and so I'd be super excited if he was on the bill. It's so like I just true. love
0: that uh, late late show or the late show performance that they did on um, Stephen Colbert. That was just like that gave me chills. Proper chills. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, so good.
1: I did a video on that. It was um yeah. That was that was. I've watched that many many times. I wish they would put the audio out on Spotify. Yeah,
0: I know. I had to like uh, uh, save it on YouTube Music, Yeah Yeah, yeah. You have to get to YouTube it it Music for that.
1: Yeah, I almost would. Is that good? I would almost do that. <laughs> it's worth it. So um, I want to
0: talk about a little bit about again, like we were saying, your origin story, right? So you've been. You, we are fairly new Mirror fans. I think 2017, 2018 was where the oh. Mirror bug. Oh, yeah, okay. we're we're kind of young. Like, how old are you? 23 he's 23 oh right? wow okay and, you I, and i'm 25 so How old do you think like I am? again okay so here's the thing you kind of <laughs> gave your age offended. away you kind of gave your age away you look really young by the way so oh, i thought God. you were like 25 28 wow. i did get like my age my, away. that's true yeah but now when you said you like you were cha- like trading cds back when room for squares came out totally like, what do yeah. you mean if you were trading CDs. I was three <laughs> and attending years the old. heavier things tour. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you want to share your age, I think that'll put yeah, a lot of context. What am I right now? Uh, thirty-six.
1: Thirty-six. No, I would have yeah. said late twenties at best. Thank you. Thank you. You are not it's thirty-six years old, Tom. It's the lighting. It's the I, well, I don't know what I am right now. It's, a, it's deliriously God, tired. It's
0: but insane. <laughs> that is insane. You do not look a day over twenty-five.
1: I'm aging back. What's the Benjamin Button? I'm going yes. Yeah, away. you That's you are right.
0: Benjamin buttoning before yeah. our eyes. Or because you do not. I'm,
1: like this. I'm anticipating one day I'm just going to wake up and just completely fall apart. Just, just <laughs> go from zero to hundred in one day. Um, so what,
0: what is then the Tom Button origin story? Because because I did skim your channel and you have a few million views videos as well. So you have tasted that that uh, cool, uh, that, that YouTube Kool Aid. You you've been yeah. there. Right. Yes. So how did you not chase that high of turning into a Boyce Avenue or turning into a Tyler Ward mm. or and, and then how did you find your own voice and find your own thing on YouTube? And how so did it begin? I, because yeah. I also saw. Sorry, this, this is a very no, long question, but it's multifaceted because I saw that you're also into Broadway and you have your own your own uh, Broadway covers. And it's just there's a lot going on. So if you could streamline it for us, that would do us a service.
1: Yeah, I think it'd do everybody a service because I think <laughs> I've like, a lot you're right, I have a lot of different directions. And it's when I look at my channel, I'm like, I, I I'm okay with it and I, I would be okay with it watching somebody else, but I do think um it's a little bit it's a little all over the place. And I've 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 debated breaking all three of those kind of worlds you just mentioned into yeah. different channels, but as you know, you know, there's different thresholds to hit on YouTube before you can Get different features and monetization, so it's 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 always daunting to me to kind of break off in those three different you know directions, like the vlogging, the the Broadway stuff, mm-hmm. and then my pop rock, either covers or originals. But yeah. you know, as far as an origin, I mean, on on I've been a musician um, almost my whole life. I started playing piano when I was five years old, um, taking piano lessons, and that uh, you know kind of I. I for as many lessons as I took, I am I should be a much better piano player than I am. So, but, uh, <laughs> so that, hard, man. You, I really found my voice and kind of, like, uh, my enjoyment of, of performing music when I picked up the guitar um, around 12, 13, and then started playing in bands and singing out of necessity and uh, just because nobody else wanted to do it, and... Um, you know, so I was really into it. And that's, you know, that's always performing and, and recording has always been part of what I do and just part of who I am. And, um, you know, John Mayer was a huge inspiration to me um, when I started to do that, you know, both in songwriting and, and wanting to be, you know, kind of the guitar player who sang also. And, yeah, um, you know, so that, I, and as, as far as YouTube goes, um, in 2008, I just, it, it was really, a, the first video I did was an experiment, honestly, just to see if I could run Apple GarageBand. And the uh, at the time it was called the EyeSight camera, I think on the MacBook <laughs> Pro. I wanted to see if I could run it all at the same time, record the audio of the video, um, and then put it up on YouTube and it worked. And I did a cover of Michael Jackson's Billy Jean. And I threw it up there in 2008 and then forgot about like what YouTube was basically. And then Michael Jackson died in 2009 mm-hmm. and the video exploded. And I couldn't log into my account because I forgot the email and the password that I used for it. <laughs> so,
0: a horror story beyond <laughs> yeah. horror stories. Right.
1: So, so that started the, you know, and, and it's, I kind of, I've had like a couple false starts with YouTube and you mentioned Boyce Avenue and Tyler Ward. And I mean, they're, they're guys and, and you know, who were really in on the ground floor. Yeah. as far as youtube covers and i kind of kick myself sometimes because you know i mean not to not to knock them or not to like you know uh, um, pat myself on the back but i mean i feel like i at the time you know quality wise and interpretation wise i could enter the conversation the same way at the same level that they did you know not yeah. to, not to say that we am in the same place now but um you know, but I didn't really pursue it. Part of it was because I couldn't get into my account. <laughs> uh, so that was that. And then I finally did get back in. And, and you know, one of the videos you mentioned that has now has uh, I th- like a million or so views is a- another cover I did of an Eric Clapton song. And, um, yes. you know, I put that up, kind of forgot about it. Nothing happened with it right away. And my dad actually told me like a couple years later, he like, hey, have you looked at that video lately? Like I just went to YouTube and searched you and, and it's got like, Hundred thousand views. I'm like, what? Wow. So, firstly, when I found the fact
0: that your dad youtubed you was so <laughs> amazing. I love that. My yeah. father would never. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my father is like, we, when we post our videos up, like, and episodes come out weekly. My dad's like, so, did you hit a million yet or not? And I'm like, <laughs> relax.
1: Like, don't, call, don't call me until you do. Um, but yeah, Please so, so that that inspired me to um, uh, around 2011 and 12. I, re, I, you know, I bought a nicer camera. I figured out the audio stuff and I really, and I, I had discovered Boyce Avenue and Tyler Ward at that point. And I was like, okay, I want to, I want to try to get into that rhythm and do what these guys are doing. So I was very consistent for probably about uh, it was 12 weeks or so uh, in putting out covers. And at the time it was a totally different ball game on YouTube. Like I remember mm-hmm. if you, if you could be like one of the first people to cover something when it came out, you yeah. could ride that wave. And it was like, it, it was, no big deal to get 20 30,000 views just like that like yeah you know and the couple hit 70 80 and then i put one out and only got 15 and i'd be disappointed i mean now if i got if i get a you know if i break a thousand i'm like oh my god and here yeah. we go like this is you know so um so i sort of dropped off there and and you know and there's, there's been a couple other projects i've done um and so now i feel like i'm i'm back on that wave again of like trying to push the youtube thing and I feel like I'm, I'm doing it more so vlogging and speaking, and uh, rather than cover videos. So I don't know. Yeah. So that's that's sort of the origin. that's the YouTube centric origin story. So.
0: What about what about the Broadway centric and singer songwriter centric one? Because yeah, yeah. I'm also interested in how that
1: works out. So I mean, I um my first um real release was in 2000, uh, 2005 or six, I want to say, and it was an EP. Um, of uh, three like full production songs and two acoustic songs, all original stuff, and um, it was cool. It was the first time in like in a real professional studio, and I really I got schooled like big time. Uh, yeah. I went in there, and it was a, a pretty legit producer, um, who who now uh, he he's done a bunch of stuff with um, kind of this production team. Uh, are you familiar with Greta Van Fleet? yep uh yeah so th- 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 that's they're, amazing yeah they're t- so this is this is long before them um because they're also very young but uh <laughs> so i you know th- so needless to say these guys knew, really know what they're doing and I, i'm coming in you know 20 years old 21 years old and i i don't really know what the hell i'm doing yeah. and um Good learning
0: on the job yeah learning
1: really honestly like i came in with some catchy i mean i remember they told me they're like listen like you've got something, you've got some catchy songs, you got some good songs, but you don't know how to play them, you don't know how to record them, you mm-hmm. know? Because it's like the first day I sat down to, to to play the acoustics to the click track to just kind of like let the or like lay the bed for everything else, and it was they were just like, yeah, it's this, this not gonna work like this. Like you're <laughs> all over insane. the place. How like, do you cope
0: with that? Like is that demoralizing or is that like a good it, reality check?
1: It was at first um, demoralizing. <laughs> definitely and then it was frustrating because i got into an argument with the producer because he he was like i got to play most of the guitar on this if you want it to be to where it needs to be and i was kind of mad but then you know we sat back and and they showed me like hey this is like this is where it needs to things need to be at a certain level if you want i mean we can record you but if you like you, like these songs deserve better than that so and yeah. you need to learn and so if, after you know a tense hour or so it, it i relented and you know let them sort of steer the ship um which was great because i, I learned so much I, there's concepts i learned then that i still apply today in recording and, and yeah. it is true you know so um so that's really where the singer-songwriter thing started um and i released um two full-length original albums after that um one under my name and then one under uh the the name tom when band um yeah. so the thing is know, I try and, to
0: I try to go on Spotify and listen to your original stuff but there's a lot of covers there I I couldn't find a lot of original so are they not on Spotify yet
1: or They are so that's interesting you say that they are there um Okay yeah if you search for Cuz I just
0: listened to your Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> <twice>. oh, we, <laughs> i was like this is pretty good
1: (laughs) you know and this is you're kind of catching me and as i tell this story you know like i do have a bit of an identity crisis because i've got i do have original uh um, stuff on spotify um that ep i was just talking about is there i'm looking at my own spotify right now (laughs) uh and then uh one of the records from 2013 is there yeah um but the majority of, of what's popular and what's on there is as you mentioned the Broadway stuff and and yeah. you know i i i fought it for a long time because i was like I, you know I, I can play guitar i'm fine but i'm not you're pretty good you
0: should you should give us some well, more like slack you're pretty good
1: <laughs> thank you in the i appreciate that um you know i'm i'm good enough to to play on stuff and uh, on my own stuff and back myself up but I'm I'm by no means a you know a John Mayer uh, or anything I, no. I shouldn't be I guess uh, you know there was a while, there was a period of time where I, I tried fronting a blues trio of just cover wow. stuff and I'm like you, you know I ran, I run out of ideas very quickly
0: I mean just <laughs> just the fact that you try to attempt that the ball's <laughs> on you sir uh, and,
1: and many would say you shouldn't have attempted I me. Mean, so um but I was kind of forcing. I think you know, I was trying to carry too much weight with the guitar playing. You know, mm-hmm. even as like uh, being even in in just the instrumentation in, of my original band, oftentimes I'd be the only guitar player. We'd be a keyboard player, a sax player. But I, I it's just too much for me to do to sing and then try to cover all these parts on the guitar. Yeah. Um. So eventually, I you know, I've I've been a fan of musical theater my whole life. Um. You know, my first two live music. Ec- or live musical experiences were seeing Michael Jackson in 1989 and then seeing Phantom of the Opera for the first time in 1992. So, um, like, that's, that was very that's formative. That's a great, like, Baptist in, in Toronto, baptism. By the, in Toronto, by oh, the way. Oh, nice. Oh, really? Shout yeah, out of Toronto. That's yeah, cool. so um, Pantages Theater was what it was called back then. I think it's uh, it's had a couple different names since then. But, um, you know, so so the vocal thing... You know, I I just I decided one day I was like, listen, I, I want to really pursue this. I, I want to pursue it just for me. Like I, I and I was like, can I sing these musical theater songs from Les Mis and Phantom that I I've just loved my whole life? I was like I don't know. So I started taking vo- uh, voice lessons, and um, what started as just kind of an experiment that I was hoping would help my pop vocals, my pop rock vocals, just be better. But like while you know. It's uh, it's the equivalent of like being a golfer, I guess, and like lifting weights. Like you don't want to be a professional weightlifter. You just want it to help your golf game. Yeah. Like I, I, didn't want to be necessarily a musical theater singer. I just wanted it to help my pop game and you know to be a better singer in that realm. But yeah. it, it became so fun and I enjoyed it and I felt so at home that um, I decided I wanted to record a demo with just piano. Uh, for my my voice teacher to be playing piano and me singing, and that turned into an entire record with strings and and all sorts of stuff and that's called a different stage and that's all of my top spotify songs are from that yeah Um, that makes sense yeah and so that that just spawned like okay well now i want to do a show so i i started you know uh learning uh I, i knew auditions were coming up in about a it was like a year out for a production of jesus christ superstar um uh and so i started to you know train and stuff towards towards that I ended up getting the role the title role jesus and doing that and so it's it's like this that's amazing this, i i kind of like i didn't plan it um but now that i'm looking back on it it's like six years in the making of now i've become more successful and more known for what i've done with musical theater yeah uh, in recording wise internet presence wise um most of the the gigging and jobs that I do you know are related to that world and people are hiring me for my 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 vocals or to to sing on you know musical re- uh theater related recordings. so I don't know, I'm in a weird place because it's like yeah. I'm working on pop music that I want to release, but it's like do I put it out <laughs> you've <laughs> you've exposed the problem like well, I couldn't really find any of your your originals but here's the thing, amongst, them, so, so here's the know. thing as a
0: consumer as a fan of yours this is what i would say so if if i were to go on your spotify right and if i were to find let's say a 2021 release by tom butwin and it's a pop record i'd be very happily surprised i'd probably save it i'd probably have it on my playlist on rotation just because i went on your spotify and i couldn't find it and i, saw, I found a lot of these broadway covers which were great but again i was like okay so what does he have to say though where is his stuff? And it was, it was, a it took me, I think, a few. I was on your Spotify for like a good 10, 15 minutes before I was like, oh. I don't think, I don't know. Uh, I'll ask him directly. Uh, where yeah. it is and uh, when it's coming if it's coming at all if there's any new material that you I would have even out. suggest it's never too late to rebrand if you want to use just your name and release those records yeah. um maybe even use your youtube growth like you're on a good wave uh maybe like uh plug it in there as well uh i, yeah. I would love to go back and, and listen to it wherever you want
1: yeah yeah i think i think you're right i mean i you know ultimately it's 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 tough because i've built i've built you know, not not a huge name by any means, but most of what I've done is under, under my name and it's it, it's difficult to start over, <laughs> <laughs> you know, with that. So I, I think you're yeah, you're right. And 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 I, I do think riding the, the the YouTube wave is true. Like I mean it's it's um it's I think it's easier in some ways to go from talking about John Mayer to like, hey, here's some songs that I'm I've I've written if you liked Sob Rock, if you like You know, at John Mayer stuff, you probably like this too. Yeah. Um. Rather than like, hey, here's me singing Phantom of the Opera. Uh, check out this this cool 80s inspired pop. Like, (laughs) but I mean, there's 80s inspired pop in Phantom of the Opera. So what can I say? I mean, you you know, if you try hard enough, you can connect anything, I guess. But I mean, for for me, I guess uh, this is what I always struggle with, and I've struggled with this even on, on records that I've put out, which I hope you'll find. That's yeah. my, that's I will check point. it out again. I will check no, it out. No, again. But if anything, uh, you can
0: DM me the records yeah, I and mean, I will check it out.
1: It, but I mean, there's <laughs> the varying styles on those records. So I've always kind of had this problem of like, well, there's kind of a country ish tune, but then after that, there's <laughs> like this super acoustic pop. And then after that, there's a, a rock song. Like, what are you doing? You know, so mm-hmm. I've always had this kind of scattered thing. But for me, I've justified it um, looking at artists like Sting, where mm-hmm. his records are kind of like that. And, yeah. I mean, he's Sting. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> so, so it doesn't really apply to me. But, you know, that's I, I, I've always, I've not been turned off by, um, you know, I mean, even even like your podcast, right? I mean, you guys talk about a lot of different things. Yeah. Not it's not just music. I mean, there's cricket. Yeah. There's, um, movies there's, and there's movies yeah, I mean, shows. There's like All and sorts of yeah. stuff. Which is you
0: know? why, I mean, uh, we can relate to you saying that. The, the YouTube algorithm aspect of it. Like, what is YouTube going to push for us? Is it the cricket podcast videos for the cricket listeners? Is it going to be uh, the music podcast for the music listeners? So, but we're just, we're trying for it, seeing what's working, what's not working. Sure. Um, and, and we're hoping to find that niche or that audience that's hopefully out there. for That it. weird yeah. Venn diagram of cricket music movie fans. <laughs>
1: yeah. See, and, yeah. and and to me, like, I, I, I understand, like, that there's probably some very smart person out there who would tell me why it's not a good idea but like i i am interested okay so these guys are talking about john mayer but i'm like i don't really know how i don't really know much about cricket like i i I know a little bit but 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 i would be interested in in hearing you talk about it and i wouldn't be turned off by it like i i don't it doesn't mean that it's going to be like my favorite content from you maybe sure i'm somebody who wants the the movie stuff or Or whatever, but I mean, to me, like I, I'm okay with it. Like I don't, I don't need to just be fed one thing from somebody. Like St. John Mayer too. I mean, look at you know, I'm interested in in everything he does. You know, he's he's putting out laundry detergent, and I'm like, (laughs) you know, analyzing my own laundry habits because of him. And I'm interested. That's
0: true. That's very true. You know, for us, the, the the long term game is to to have all these different wings of our podcast turn into their own podcast so let's say oh. let's say two years from now if we if we become big enough where we're like you know let's say ten thousand subscribers and people like actively want to listen to something that we have to say then we have our own podcast wing for cricket and then those fans could go over there and then the music fans that want to listen to us talk about music and come here and the interview fans like it, like it'll spread out eventually on its own at least we hope and <laughs> that's and what i've learned um studying youtube like actually avidly studying youtube is that the algorithm is relentless. But what I've noticed is that if you have the discipline of putting out those two videos a week for a year, year and a half, you will see results. And totally. yeah. and every now and then we get like someone big on, like we had um, Ali Abdal. I don't know if you're fa- uh, familiar with Ali Abdal. He makes like productivity YouTube content. Also, a big John Mirror fan. We had him on and he has like 3 million subscribers and his subscribers came over.
1: I wasn't familiar, but I saw when I was kind of scrolling through your stuff, I I did see him. Yeah. And he's like,
0: because of him, we got like 30,000 views on that podcast and people came in and they, and then his fans were also John Mayer fans and they were Coldplay fans and then yada, 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 right? That's like, that's how it's, but what I would say is that you keep doing what you're doing because what you're doing is really good. There have been times that I've been driving and I would just put your stuff on and I just, I just. I like listening to your talk. It's, it's high quality. Like, you have a great voice and you have a great mic as well. So yeah. both of those go hand in hand with uh, almost giving it as a, as a podcast vibe itself. No, the SM7B yeah. is like our goal. Like our, our, Yeah. Our,
1: I told myself I would never own one of these. because <laughs> Why? I was Why? like so good? Be, because, and I was going to do a video. I, see, I was going to do a video on this. I, it's, I, it's, I have a list and it's another one on the list. And like, it, because this microphone is just, it. Be, I saw so many people using it. Mm-hmm who and it's all podcasters but i'm like you don't need that like you don't (laughs) need that microphone in fact you're probably not using it the right way yeah without getting too geeky it's a very low output microphone you probably don't have the right things you know yeah you need like a
0: cloud filter and everything
1: see you know that's yeah i've
0: done my research the whole the whole budget for affording one of those is like our entire setup
1: (laughs) right so well i only i so this thing right here yeah. Is an audio interface. It, it's a universal audio audio interface. And when I when I got this, I I had sold a a previous one that was kind of the centerpiece of my studio, and got this. Um, this actually came free with it. No, which was insane. Like, That's you know, so I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Like, uh, <laughs> and I actually looked at it and it sat in the box for a long time. But so if you're if you're an aspiring podcaster out there listening, you don't need this microphone. Yeah, an SM58. Yeah, what do those you have there?
0: we have um these okay so we we have a behringer um uh perfect audio interface and it and it came Love with it. and it came with the audio interface like your, your you thing. sound great and we have three like, of them so yeah. we can have guests so, over
1: and just and just stick one up yeah and, and to me it's like you know it's this what's what you're putting into it like the, yeah. the, whether you're singing or speaking or you know there's a there, i don't you can't see it behind the keyboard here but there's a hat hanging on a guitar i see that and it's a it's like literally it's a $70 squire Stratocaster. And <laughs> that is not your hat hanger. <laughs> no, it's not my hat hanger, but I used it because I didn't have my 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 fender strat was broken. I didn't have a silver sky yet. So I was like, I need and I just grabbed that guitar. It's horrible. Yeah. But it's horrible to play. But <laughs> but I plugged it in and I'm like, there's stuff that I was demoing and I'm gonna keep it. Like played yeah. with that guitar. I'm not going to re-record it because it was fine. Like the vibe was there. The, what I played is going to be very difficult to recreate. And so that being said, it's just uh, I think it's it's about the it does help to have good quality, you know, audio and visual stuff. But you
0: know, like, you know what's you know, insane? Um, sorry, I was, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. This thought. I was listening. Yeah. To, so I got really big into like Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. and a lot of his like he literally just has a Takamine guitar. Mm-hmm. That's it. He's never been like you know what I'm going to move to like a Taylor or no. like a Martin. No. He has that same Tacomiti guitar with the yeah. jacket strings and I'm no. like, "You're Bruce Springsteen.
1: Your guitar no, no, sounds guitar. like
0: <laughs> I hate it so much, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, I would feel weird now if he played anything else."
1: 100%.
0: Yeah. And, and it kind yeah. of became it became a sound. It all, it totally yeah. became a sound.
1: And I think you you have to be careful like when you cuz you can get really into, well, like, oh, I'm not gonna make any videos yet. I'm not gonna put them out because I gotta wait until I get this mic, yeah. and I gotta wait until I get this camera. Uh, it's the lighting's not right. I'm not gonna put it out. It's like, don't you know? It, all that will come. You yeah. know, and all of a sudden now we're like, it's, now it's like a YouTube self-help video. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> but thing, I mean, it's it. it yeah, I mean, you just it, it's it's about the the connection that you make. Yeah, you guys 100%. have obviously connected with people. And by the way, Beringer makes great stuff. I mean, yeah. like I. I seriously like they're i know they're considered to be like low end or whatever mm-hmm. but i mean like they i've i have friends who are in touring bands and they run their entire show off of a behringer mixing console that oh, wow. they travel around with and just nice. come on let's do yep. it yeah yep. <laughs> sponsor them I was going to
0: bounce off that thought and uh, a lot of people before starting off YouTube or even podcasting, they're too concerned about the equipment that they have. If they have a 4K camera, a DSLR, high quality mics or not. And that is a barrier that keeps them from starting. And I think starting itself is, it's a big step. And um, like when you look back on our, maybe our first first or second episodes that we did, we literally went to our public library and recorded those episodes. We had no video, just audios, but over time you can see that growth and that's also terrific to see um <laughs> yeah
1: i think it is a to me like as a to, i mean to bring it back to the the john mayer thing too like i still have those cds that i was mentioning before that are bootlegs and you listen to to those performances in 2002 2003 i think the earliest one i have um, it's from a show that is was, was right down the road here but I wasn't I wasn't at that show unfortunately. It's like a 2001 or two type thing yeah and it's like I mean it's good. it's cool. It's not great. I mean mm-hmm. like his voice is not you know all the way there. The guitar tone is very like I just bought you know it's just my fender strap plugged into this like amp that I rented like kind of thing. it's not yeah. great but to to hear like you said to, to hear and see that progression to me is really really interesting. Yeah. Like I I wanna hear, you know, Sean Mendez when he's you know, 17 years old doing a YouTube cover in his bedroom. Cause I, I want to hear the seed of what created, you know, this guy who has this incredible voice and writes great songs. Yeah. You know, has become this worldwide phenomenon. Like I'm Absolutely. interested in that. So the same thing goes for a show like yours where it's like that's cool to me. Like go back to episode one and see, oh, that's where they started and that's how yeah. they what the, you know the gear they started with. So to me, it's all related to like, you know, I just hope that there's, it seems like there's a lot of people, there are people out there, you just got to find them, like, yeah. who are okay with you being kind of in three different worlds and then watching you grow. Like, yeah. you know, that's that's the, and that's the listener or watcher you want.
0: Yeah, and we, we are very cognizant of the fact that we have, we're hitting three very different topics and we do have... uh Subscribers that return for all three of them, some return for one of them, some return for two thirds of them, and that's okay, that's fine. We're, we're trying to yeah. grow grow that fan base, and it's like one subscriber at a time, right? Yeah, and I know you mentioned that you have a list of videos that you want to make. I think if you could add one recommendation from our end, because you make John Mirror videos, um, we've recently seen Taylor Swift re record a lot of her music, yeah, uh, the album Red Dropped, and we saw. Jake Gyllenhaal get a lot of smack for the All Too Well song and we can anticipate that Speak Now is coming uh, next and um, that's going to infiltrate in John Mayer's world. We even recently saw an incident on Instagram where a fan reached out to, to John with a lot of hate and he responded and we saw that <laughs> yeah. story play out. So I would love to get your take on that and and the, the Swifties that are out there that are quite aggressive and passionate when it comes to her music.
1: They are, you know, and it's it. I've never quite understood because aggressive and passionate, like there, there's you know, for example, I, so I did when um, I, I did a couple of videos related to BTS and K-pop, and yeah. that that army, you know, for BTS, I mean, like very aptly named, you know, they are <laughs> very um, they're they're very intense fans, and for the most part you know it's it was very positive and they were so excited that somebody from outside of their world was like entering their world they were like yeah. genuinely excited like you should check this out look at this performance you're going to love this like here's here's our guys like before they were famous like just you know hitting the pavement like and this is what we you know it's like they were so loyal but so i don't quite understand the swifty thing because it seems, and I could be wrong, but it just, because always, I've always i always looked at it from the John Mayer you know, team, Same. hashtag team John Mayer. <laughs> you know, I don't understand why it seems to go down the negative road so much. I, you know, I get like, they dated, whatever. There's breakups, there's all that stuff, which I don't really get too far into. But I just, I don't, I don't understand that approach. You know, there's and, a, there's I, and a... I don't... Sorry, okay, go, go ahead. On. Finish that thought. No, I, I don't I don't really blame Taylor Swift. I I at least to, to my knowledge, I don't know that she's like encouraging that. Maybe she is. I don't know. <laughs> I okay, don't, so I th- really that's, but. I'm
0: glad that you said that because what I was gonna say was there's a really good um, New York Times podcast. Uh, uh, the New York Times music critics have a podcast. I think it's called Popcast, and um, they go deep into the All Too Well 10 minute version, and one of the critics was also a female did not like the song and did not like mm. her attitude about the song. And what she was basically saying was, and I'm, and I'm paraphrasing is that she has a tendency of weaponizing her lyrics. So mm. there, um, there's a bad breakup song and then there's a sad breakup song, but then with her and with the SNL performance, and then she came on Seth Meyers and Seth Meyers was openly like, you know, somebody, the person you wrote this about is going to hear it. Do you, what do you think they're gonna think about? And she was like, "I don't really think about them at all." So she 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 sort of perpetuates this. I don't know th- this narrative, uh, and then the Swifties take it and they just take it to the next step. As all fan art fans that are you know as as big and as as passionate as Swifties are would do, and they just go the extra step. They start trending Jake Gyllenhaal, and then Speak Now right. is tr- like it's a whole thing. So I think partially. Taylor Swift might be to blame, but that's why I wanted to have your take on it because you're also a singer-songwriter and, and I'm, I'm a writer as well. I write poetry and, and short stories. Mm-hmm. And so I know that we draw from our experiences. Like that's the only way to write, sure. write what you know, right? That's the first cardinal rule. But when you look at something like that at the Taylor Swift saga and you look at in her entire discography, do you do you sympathize? Do you empathize? Or, or are you like, no, this is... There's a line, and then it's being crossed, and then the fans are just taking it a step forward. Because let's be honest, the Gyllenhaal stuff happened nine, ten
1: years ago, man, like 2011, yeah. 12 I
0: mean, you don't see Mirror fans going after Jennifer Aniston after listening to Split no. Screen Sadness.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, you don't. And I don't know. And so I, I mean, I, I depending on who sees this, I could, I could really, I could have another group of fans coming after me. It's fine. Um, it's totally fine. Like when I. <laughs> I correctly mentioned that auto-tune was being used on a black pink performance and everyone lost their mind and I thought I would have to cancel my YouTube channel but I mean there's uh, <laughs> there's no there's no doubt in that. Cancel though.
0: culture is on the rise.
1: So <laughs> yes. uh, there's another video planned for what auto-tune actually is and what it can and can't do but um yeah I, so what I, what I'm going to say is, is I I have a hard time with Taylor Swift because I I don't like her music. Oh really? That's very interesting. I I don't. And I so when people tell me about how great of a songwriter she is, I just don't. I just don't connect with it. I don't think the melodies are that great for me. I tend to enter a song from like the the groove and the melody first, and then the lyrics. So I understand that like you know her thing has always been the lyrics and the story behind them and everything. So I'm not going to say that she's not a good songwriter. It's just that they don't connect with me so I when i hear a song like paper doll you know which I, I think is potentially supposedly about taylor swift you know i listen to that i hear the guitar part and i'm like i hear this the 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 phrases phrase turns it's just like i'm like this is this is phenomenal this is i yeah. can see how cool that you took whatever experience you have with taylor swift because i don't even know what that is and quite frankly i don't even care yeah john mayer but and this is what you came up with and now i'm really interested in and in, the chords and the guitar part. And I am interested in lyrics, but I it, I don't know. I just, it, I, I have a hard time with it because I don't really like her music. And it's not because of like the John Mayer hate. I just never connected with it. Like I, I yeah. just haven't, you know, so I, I feel if, if and, and that's, and I've kind of shied away, so I don't really know. And, and, and now that you've told me that she kind of does have this but Maybe not that she's like asking her fans to do those yeah. types of things, but that she's definitely not saying, hey, guys, listen, you know, <laughs> I mean, I had this experience It's about it, the song's definitely about him. But, you know, leave the guy alone. Like, yeah. come on. You know, he's not doing that. She and won't it certainly do that. doesn't yeah. hurt. It doesn't hurt her sales and, and, you know, trends to to have such a rabid fan base. So it's so
0: funny that you say that about the groove and everything. But because have you have you heard your John ever in your life? The song? The yeah. song. It Doesn't yeah. it sound like Gravity? It's a ripple yeah, of Gravity. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. And I'm like, is anybody going to talk about how Dear John literally has the same same time signature and goes from the one to the four right. and everything, right? Yep. And yeah. And then it even has that acoustic guitar lick in the beginning. And I'm like... It's, it's uh, almost as if she's uh, mocking him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, sure. And if it... I mean, okay, that's kind of clever in and of itself. Like, I'll give you credit there. Like, yeah. I, I guess... I don't know. I just like... It, it just doesn't... I don't get it. I don't know. No, I don't get
0: okay. it. I thought I thought it would be interesting to see your take because it's, it's just because uh, from songwriter to songwriter, I, th- I feel like you would have had a better understanding. But it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's it's okay. You don't I have to get into I feel that. I like You would have been
1: better at that. But that was very disappointing. <laughs>
0: no, no, no. I just, I just I was just like it explains a lot that when you when you said that you're not a Taylor Swift fan, I I already got the message. I was like, that's fine. We don't need to push it. You don't need to push
1: it. No, but I think I should. I think I should. I you know, I've tried. I've tried because I'm like I should listen to this stuff yeah. just to, to be informed and I just yeah. I just I don't know, it just hasn't it hasn't latched for some reason. So okay. I I I will try again. It's are fine. It's, it's it's totally fine. <laughs> are you are what, you are you guys fans of t- of her music? I mean,
0: he's a big fan. To me, a lot of her music sounds the same. It sounds repetitive. Mm-hmm. Like I get the fact that she's a really great singer songwriter. Um, and a lot of her songs are terrifically written. Uh, but I had just like you said, I haven't been able to connect with her music on that same level as I have. Let's say compared to Coldplay or even John Muir. Mm-hmm. So I'm not yeah. that huge of a fan. I like her. I, I'm a huge fan. Okay, just because. I, in, my, in one of my videos in my own channel, I called her <laughs> the female Springsteen, okay. and it's it's because I like the way that she weaves, um, even if it's uh, blatantly like in in tabloids and whatnot. But I like the way that she weaves narratives, and she has first characters and second characters, and, and all that very Springsteen. Springsteen talks about like blue collar neighborhoods, and she talks mm-hmm. about her love life. But if you, know, you go, see, in- I'm
1: I'm very ill informed. I didn't even know that it went that deep it, because it goes I've been deep. so resistant. You should her, you should
0: try you the know. folklore evermore albums. Those twin okay. albums, they're uh there's a lot of the national produced them and mm, uh there's a lot of Bonnie Varinet in it. And right. it's I would say if 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 there's ever been a uh Tara Swift Naysayer and, and I've presented them that album, they've come out, if not a hundred percent, then at least fifty percent more appreciative of her of her art.
1: I will do that. I will yeah. do that because I don't think I've given it I I definitely haven't given her her music a fair shake, and you know what? Yeah. Now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, it's probably because of the John Mayer. Thing. Yeah, it's probably the John Mayer tablet. There's an underlying. There is. Cl- so I'm I'm a, the, no, I'm not going there. I'm, I'm on in team the worst position
0: because I love Jake Gyllenhaal's movies. I love John Mayer's movies. Right. Uh, right. Sorry, music, and then I also like Taylor Swift a lot. So the it ultimate was podcast <laughs> guest
1: all three of them on your show. Oh my God, that's <laughs> no the best.
0: Both. That would that would be insane. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, um, one of our goals, and we've been very vocal about this, is to have John Muir on our podcast. What are the, what do you think are the odds that he'd ever come on a show like this or a show like yours where it's we're like, what, 1,000, 1,200 subscribers? Very low, but, you know, we're passionate. And I feel like the questions that we would have, you included, and, and us, to ask him would be very different from someone like, like what, what shows does he even go on anymore? Like, he doesn't do podcasts. But I feel like...
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean like a serious XM radio, you know, yeah, promotional thing or something, yeah.
0: Th- that's so corporate. It smells yeah, of like yeah. corporate like, you know, everything, capitalism consumerism and all that. But yeah. like like smaller shows where um, we're, we're true fans and we would ask him the real meanings behind <laughs> real things. I would love for him to be on uh, however I I've, I've seen the trend where he only usually appears on podcasts where he knows yeah. uh, the the host personally on a personal sure. basis. Um, but it's it's a great ambition to have, and and, and um, I would say the top tier goal. Do you think it'll ever happen? Is what I'm trying to ask.
1: I don't see. Here's the thing. I I actually don't think it's that far fetched. I think. Okay. You know when you when you look at um, so Christian James Hand, the guy who does the session live yeah. on Instagram, right? So he and a lot of John Mayer fans, m- me included, discovered him when he. Um, when he broke down last train home and clearly John Mayer was a fan of what he was doing, you know, prior to, cause he, he said that it kind of informed the way he recorded it. Cause he's like, well, if this guy breaks it down and hears the different stems, like yeah. he's going to hear this, this, and this. And I'd like to put, you know, those things in there. And, you know, Christian, obviously he's been in the LA music scene forever and he's been in radio and he's been at, di- you know, different, different things, but he, from what I can gather they 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 didn't have like a personal relationship i mean they probably knew people you know in the same i would like to think that you know what what that guy did on instagram kind of started organically was just interesting to john mayer and he was like yeah you know what i'm gonna go on there the 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 laundress um um laundry detergent thing yeah you know uh, they were established before John Mayer came. I mean, John Mayer didn't create that company. They were a company, you know, independent company before. So I think, I mean, and I think you're right. I To me, like, who would I rather see interview John Mayer? You guys or, you know, somebody on Access Hollywood? You guys, of course. How like, many they, times you know, is Andy
0: that. Cohen going to interview John Mayer? Like, come right. on. And I was going well, to say, go. like, They're off your friends, point. Though. They're good friends, you That know? That girl so, on I YouTube mary spender mary, mary spender. spender yeah yeah she had a connection oh, yeah, with him. there you go yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. that's a, a great point yeah that was so, actually a very nice she, moment like that her
0: video and then john mary comes up and gives her a guitar and then I'll, that was yeah. a very nice moment yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. very
1: i, I so it made I, my heart big <laughs> yeah like i mean likely i don't know yeah possible well, definitely i think i think so i mean I why not i mean in, in the, we've i mean we connected yeah in, in what world 50 years ago would we have ever been able to connect you know what 100%, i mean so it's yeah. like
0: yeah i totally I agree mean, six degrees of separation yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and he seems like a. you know i've never met him uh, uh but he seems like uh if you're interesting to him that he would give you the time of day yeah no matter so you
0: are, you know? we we're sort of like manifesting it we're putting it out there yeah. and we're gonna hope that it. Happens. i love it i think so it's what other music are you into right now what are you listening to we know it's not How terrible. was your Spotify wrapped? You <laughs> yeah, well, what was artists? your Spotify wrapped? And I guess we can leave him oh, on that Oh, man. No.
1: Yeah, so Spotify, I, I, I won't pull it up and waste time trying to find it, but um, uh, Tons of Sob Rock, I <laughs> yeah. think Last Train Home, <laughs> was like the, 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 the most played song. Most played yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, which I actually, you know, that song, I liked it when I first heard it, but I didn't expect to return to it as many times as I have. Same. And I, st- I still haven't gotten sick of it. Same. I thought I would have, but I, I haven't. What's the superior um, version—the
0: ballad version or um ooh, or the single version? Ooh.
1: I'm gonna be honest with you. I think it's the ballad version. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know it what does. they
0: say? It shouldn't matter, but it does. <laughs> but it does.
1: <laughs> I love that song that was oh. my
0: most played song, by the way. Clearly, yeah, he I was going through you. something. <laughs>
1: I don't blame you. Oh man, that's such a good song. Oh, yeah. it's such a good song. Um, what else am I listening to? Um. So I have some fr- I have some friends I can call them friends I think because uh, I've done a few things with them. Uh, they're a band called Yam House Y okay. A M H A U S and they're from uh, Minneapolis Minnesota and um, they describe themselves as a pop band from Minneapolis Minnesota and uh, they just finished up a tour with a band called Blue October. Um, oh yeah, for-
0: they're they're touring with the Goo Goo Dolls next summer.
1: Oh, they are. They okay. Yeah. There you go. So um, they were the opening act, but so there there's some friends of mine um i they were so spotify rap they were like the next like four or five spots so <laughs> they put out a ton of really good music this year um that's great a ton of really good music and and you recommend uh, it so we'll check it out i would strongly recommend it Strong, anything anything in their uh, that they have out there is i, I think really good particularly the, the singles if you look that were released in 2020 and 2021 um they really started to to hit some strides um I'm trying to think. Prior to that, uh, well, JP Sachs was a—that was a, a discovery. And I, I didn't, I wasn't really aware of him uh, before the John Mayer connection. Same so here. that was cool because I felt like that was a, a fun discovery. Um,
0: Have you heard of prior, Phineas yet? Go ahead.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's really good too. So, yeah, he is. You know, and I haven't, I haven't dug into his catalog a ton but what i have done is i've I've these you know anytime he puts a video or there's someone puts a video of him explaining his production techniques um and how he create yeah it's 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 unreal and it really goes it really goes back to you don't need the most expensive gear that's yeah. really you're you know he's using stock logic sounds they're in a bedroom yeah. They don't have the world's greatest microphones. They don't have like room treatments and people measuring things they have to make sure a microphone's in the right place. It's just like, and they're making the biggest records in the world. And yeah. it's like, okay, so take that excuse off the table. Like so uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's uh, he's I, I need to, I know he's sort of like started to do more things under his own name and, and yeah, trying to make he's really good. Here's an interesting story. Yeah. So we saw him uh, a couple of weeks ago. He was our
0: first show back and we saw him in Toronto. And we were standing in line, it was pouring rain, right? And there's this uh there's this kid in front of us and one of them just turns around and we start talking to him and he goes like by any chance are you guys Don Mayer fans? And we're like how did you know? <laughs> and then we <laughs> just we literally geeked out for an hour waiting in the line uh with him. We became friends, we started following each other and like we're not oh, buds. Awesome. We're like going to the show so, in February together. So he didn't
1: did, did he recognize you from your show or just or just he just kind of like Went for is it. It like, I think just you guys randomly. Like, I don't know if it's like, okay. a, if, if people can we tell. give off that vibe. I don't <laughs> know. But,
0: but he said that he actually discovered Phineas because he was on John Muir's Instagram show. Oh, yeah um because he was on that yeah yeah, yeah yeah and it was just the weirdest thing and like now we're like friends and stuff and like we talked the whole way and we're going to see the john mary show together in february and it's oh, like it's incredible wild at a phineas show we see we meet like and he's a great guitarist himself like he's he's studying music at uft and everything and he, he's like he looks up to john Mayer, and i was like yeah bro I, yeah. I, I, we've been there <laughs> i
1: i love see i that's what the, has been the most fun thing about like getting into YouTube in the way that I've gotten into it in the last six, seven months is, yeah. you know, there's a, there's a core group of, of people who have really latched on to the Mayor Mondays thing. Yeah. And, and it's like, I've, I've, I feel like I, you know, I feel like I know them and and now I've met you guys and, and we're connecting. And it's just like, it's such a cool, such a cool thing! Like yeah. I, I'm so so excited about it and so happy. And it's like if I don't if that's all it ever you know becomes like yeah. I'm, that's cool because it's 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 fine. Like you know, it's it's really rewarding and very interesting and fun. And what else so. is uh,
0: next for you? So what can we expect from you in the next coming months? You said you have a list of long list of videos that you want to make, but yeah, apart from that. definitely.
1: So you know I've really been debating for any anybody watching this who's who's watched the Mayor Mondays thing. Like um, I unfortunately missed this week because uh, yeah. and we were also supposed to record yeah. this Sunday night because I was doing a, a a christmas um a Christmas special video shoot where I'm playing guitar and singing yeah uh, back no up it's, for somebody. It's, it's
0: totally fine if you have a gig and you have to count yeah. on a, that's a perfectly <laughs> fine reason you understand but
1: <laughs> but um yeah, so I, I, you know, as far as YouTube goes, um, I do have that list of videos, and and a lot of them are not John Mayer related, but they're they're things that I think people who have enjoyed my content so far would still enjoy and be interested in. And I'm I'm really debating on the Mayer Mondays thing of maybe pausing for a bit until okay. the tour starts in February because I find myself sometimes stretching, you mm-hmm. know, and re- grasping like oh, I got to come up with something, got to come up with something, and. And I, I feel like sometimes quality isn't there, and I feel rushed. And it's like I don't I don't want to just put something out for the sake of putting something out. Totally agree. Um, you know, so that's kind of where I am right now. I need to tell the Mayor Mondays people that. So. <laughs> no, but <laughs> that, that's disappear. a good point because I mean
0: it's it's a good thing that you, there's not a lot of Mayor stuff to talk about, which means that he's staying away from the tabloids and he's, right? he's clear, yeah. and it's all about the music, and and I can appreciate that, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, um. I, I think once the tour starts up, yeah. the Mayor Mondays thing is going to be very much more interesting. At least, much more interesting for me to do, yeah, because uh, we could talk about set lists and if there's any guests or you know things that have happened at shows and stuff. So, um, so that's where that's going to go. And then, um, you know, it, it's uh, I in 2021 I put out a a, a live album, and it's from a, a show that I do called Brushes with Broadway, and it's really meant for like performing arts centers and. And that kind of thing, of course, COVID and everything stalled that out. Yeah. But um, um, so in the background, I'll be doing that type of thing. Um, and that you know that record came out earlier this year; it's it's out there. But I, I mean, like personally and creatively, musically, um, I'm working on original music and working on original music that's very different than the kind of Jason Mraz-y type acoustic stuff that I've I've done before. Yeah. So I'm excited about that and I'm hoping and my plan is to have, um, a, a multiple releases in 2022. Yes. Um, so that, that's, that's so, what we need. So, yeah. So new, yeah. So I'm excited to get back to that, you know, not that I'm done with a the theater thing. The theater thing is going to live on in kind of a separate, separate world, but, um, that took up so much of my focus and, you know, A lot of effort and training and everything towards that and it's it's not that i've you know achieved any the pinnacle of that or anything like that but i think it's you know i've gotten it to a point where it can now coexist and i can uh you know dedicate some time to to being inspired to write again because for a long time i wasn't Mm -hmm. because i was just so focused on on developing vocally and 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 acting and, and and that type of thing so so yeah more youtube content and then kind of dovetailed with that some of the um some of the new tunes i'm working on and then i hope um showing people how i wrote them and how i came up with them and and kind of like you know building Breakdown. the song up and yeah. and showing you know some of that type of stuff too that'll be amazing so, i mean yeah, we i would love to see that we yeah. are
0: going to be looking forward to it a hundred percent and we Thank hope you. we hope that you would come back soon as well and we can go deeper into more more Tom Butman lore, John Mayer lore, whatever, right? <laughs> whatever, whatever is happening, and and we appreciate the time that you gave us today. And uh, I hope it was worth so, it. I hope you had a good time.
1: Oh my God, absolutely! I will come back and talk to you guys anytime you want about anything. If you want to teach me about cricket, I would love that because <laughs> that would be great. I, That'd be amazing. Yeah, That'd I be. Mean, the, I
0: mean, how I, long do you have? You know, <laughs> <laughs> as long as
1: you need. Uh, yeah no it's it's really it's it's an honor and uh, honestly it's it's really a pleasure so thank you so much i i I really appreciate that and i will absolutely be shouting you out and linking um everything i possibly can to to your show and and anything that you want me to uh, from my from my YouTube channel. Ah, so. Thanks, man. Likewise, same
0: know. here, Tom. We'll, we'll look everything that you, you, you want in yeah. the description. Uh, awesome. And that's where we, you can find Tom Butwin. Yeah, you can check all of yes. the stuff out that we've talked about. His handles, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all of that will be in the description. Uh, if you guys liked the episode, please like and subscribe and uh, leave a comment. If, you're, if you came here from Reddit, if you came here from anywhere else, let us know as well. And uh, we'll see you on the other side, guys. Cheers.